So hello good people of the internet. This is Tommy Kelly and this is the Tommy Kelly podcast. And this week and maybe every week depending on how this goes and how annoying it is, it's also the Tommy Kelly video cast or vidcast. Is that how they're called? Is that what it is? So basically I've been trying to work on my lighting and my film stuff and I put the vlog aside just for a moment because I'm going to be working on the 40 servants course, video course which is basically just going to go through the grimoire from start to finish, that kind of layout of the grimoire, and talk about all the things and explain all the things from the 40 servants and how to use them and all that. So while I was setting up my lighting and testing stuff, goes, why not just test the stuff properly and do your podcast like this? So uh, yeah, and the other thing I'm going to mix in with this is that um, it's the question and answers period <laughs> or the session is due at the moment for the September for the Patreons. So on Patreon, uh, everyone who subscribes or uh, is a member gets a chance to ask me a question about anything they want and I make a video about it. So killing many birds with the one stone in this. So uh, yeah, let's get into that. So, the first question comes from Katz, and they ask, what is the worst blowback you've experienced with practicing? I know an awful lot of people talk about uh, magic blowing up in the face, and you know, that they regret doing certain things, or you know, they've done some sort of magic that ended up that if, you know, bite them, bit them in the ass or whatever. And I can't really say that's ever happened to me, but what did happen to me for a long while is I would get the exact opposite of what I magicked for. And there's a blog post I've made on Adventures and Wii about it if you want to know more about it. But roughly it was like, an example would be like, if I was looking, did magic for money, then I would immediately be worse off. You know, a bill would come in, an unexpected bill, or I'd lose money or some sort of thing that would, rather than getting the extra money, it would be the exact opposite. Or if I wanted, um, you know, to increase sales, say, of, of my artwork or whatever, my artwork would decrease, decrease in sales, you know, dramatically. Like, so, so much so that it was definitely having an effect. Whatever magic I was doing was definitely doing something, but it was just doing the opposite of what I wanted. And I think what was going on there, in fact, I know what was going on there, was the whole kind of victim thing I was playing into. Uh, that whole victim role, that whole victim shadow that I've talked about a million times where... It was not, not only was it not good enough for me for magic not to work, you know, because that's what I had put myself out. Oh, magic doesn't work, it works for everyone else. That was key. It works for everyone else, but not for me. And in fact, not only does it not work for me, it makes things worse. You know, it makes things way worse. You know, if I want something and I magic for it, it makes it worse than what it was. And uh, that's, it was kind of the victim thing, what I was trying to, like, look, look how um, bad it is for me. All of you, all of you people out there can, you know, magic all you want and get everything and all that. But when I magic, I get the worst. People suggest at the time that I, you know, do magic for shit things to happen and hope then that good things. And I never actually did that because it just felt so wrong. But it did all bring up, it was part of the whole surface, the whole, uh, bringing to the surface, the whole victim thing that I had to go through, the victim playing and all that kind of thing. So very helpful for me looking back at the time not so much fun but definitely you know the good thing about it was because it was always i kept saying oh magic doesn't work but it was definitely working just in the wrong direction and i was the culprit i was to blame so blow black from magic in that sense no it was 
me uh, you know imposing myself on magic but another thing that happens to me and it's similar as well to this kind of uh, victim thing mentality but possibly a bit bigger than that because something that's always happened to me um, and it's happening now uh, over the last couple of days is that if I get stressed or anxious or when, you know particularly when I'm doing new things everything starts breaking around me and things get way worse and uh, I'll give you an example like when, when I was back and I was recording music and stuff like that and we'd go into the studio with the band or whatever immediately things would start to break you know the computers break Back in the day, it was digital tape. You know, the, the, the DAT machines wouldn't work. The ADATs wouldn't work. There'd be something that would just stop working right at the time that we were going to use them and stuff like that. Just one example. And that would um, go into my own life when I, when I was doing demos on my own A-track and stuff like that. It's, it would The A-track would work absolutely fine if I was doing stuff for other people. But the minute that I started doing stuff for myself, it would stop working or there'd be some fault or the electricity would go off or... You know, something would happen. Same with computers. I could do all day for other people, but as soon as I want to do something for myself, the computer would, you know, act in a strange way. And I think I, you know, I in my victim mentality, I always go that it was the universe out to get me, to make you know my life harder, to make everything, uh, you know, to really to frustrate me, to anger me, and all that. Look at me, victim. You know, look. Did not only does the universe not gather its momentum behind me like I'm told it was it actually makes things worse so it's very similar to the other thing but what I think it is is well it's I'll tell you exactly what it is it is the opposer force that energy from the opposer from the force that thing that opposes you know antagonizes you pushes at you or whatever and uh like over the last couple of days because I've been setting up lights and trying to get things this new video stuff going whatever you know, everything's just got so hard. Like every lead has to get tangled in other things. You move one thing, another light falls down. Just things that feel that it's way too hard. Like just way too hard. And caught myself in my victim thing in it again, saying that the universe was doing this to me. Well, it's not. It's me doing it. It's like, it's me again going, look how hard it is for me. Look how hard is, you know, the universe. Not only is it not made easy, which I'm fine with it not being made easy, but it's made super hard, extra hard for me, on me. Victim stuff. It's a tough one, you know, and it's the only way out of it, really, is to take full responsibility for everything that happens in your life, whether or not it's your fault or not. Just take responsibility for it. Maybe there is an opposing force out there trying to make it worse for me, but I'm responsible for my reactions i'm responsible for how i feel about that i'm responsible for what i do when that happens and strangely when i calm down and the stress goes away from the new thing like say recording or writing or art or anything like that all those type of things disappear and stop happening funny that so yeah so not necessarily blow back in the sense of you know blew up my face i did a love spell and not that kind you know a love spell and oh Whatever happens to people who do love spells, I don't know, that they end up falling in love with someone they shouldn't or someone gets obsessed with them, whatever. None of that kind of stuff ever happened, but more I would be made aware of, as usual, just how shitty I am as a person and I, I get over it. So, yeah. So, the next question is, same from Cats 2, who is your biggest inspiration in comics and graphic novels, both art and writing-wise? And unfortunately, unfortunately, it's like, it's the, um, it's... The obvious ones like it's the Alan Moore, the Grant Morrison, Frank Miller, and uh, one of the first couple of graphic novels I ever read when I was really young uh, was Watchmen, Fever Vendetta, uh, Dark Knight Returns, Born Again, Daredevil Born Again, which is just amazing. Uh, year One, 
So all that kind of stuff was my early sort of foray into comics. You know. Alan Moore's Whatever Happened to the Man of Steel. It's a brilliant, you know, brilliant story, brilliant, uh, underrated, not underrated, cause, but it's just not as well known as, as maybe his other stuff. Then, kind of later, I got into Cerebus, uh, Cerebus, whatever way you want to pronounce it, and Dave Sim was such a huge influence on me on, you know, art and uh, his approach to comics and, uh, you know, the whole the whole way he lay out pages and all that kind of thing. And it's still definitely, the first 200 issues of Cerebus is amazing. Absolutely, well, from maybe the first 25 aren't amazing, but they're good. And in the last 100 issues, I can, you know, take relief. I've read them once, whereas I've read the other ones a number of times. Guys is all right, which is about 200 to 225, but effectively Cerebus ends at issue 200 and it more or less stays that in the comic too. The rest is just, I don't know, I was going to say fodder. It's not fodder because it's still 2,000 pages, but um, maybe. I was a friend of mine uh, says the last 100 issues are his favourite part of Cerebus. So, you know, to each their own and all that. But definitely, yeah, Grant Morrison, a uh, huge influence. Not necessarily what he's written and not, you know, other than the Invisibles, I wouldn't be a huge fan of his actual comics. I just more his approach and how he, you know, I'm more interested in him as a character, Grant Morrison, than maybe him as writing. Like, I thought Batman R.I.P. was terrible. I just, not terrible, I just wasn't into it. And uh, a couple of other, other things, like Flex Mentalo's just all right. You know, Filth is pretty good. Visible's good. We Tree's very good. But uh, I didn't like his X-Men stuff, didn't like his Just League stuff. I didn't read much of them, you know, it's just... But I love, like, the whole Talking to God stuff that he did, that movie, that documentary. It's just brilliant, and I love his approach. So while I wouldn't necessarily be such a massive fan of his actual output, his approach really, really influenced me more than anyone else. Same as Alan Moore. I, his earlier stuff, I suppose, like, um, FIFA from Dead is probably my favourite uh, graph novel of all time massively flawed but just it has that place in heart in my heart because i just remember going into my cousin's bedroom when he was away out you know and i was about 10 or 11 and he had the old warrior issues with the v for net and black and white and you know and just stealing into that world and it was just amazing so it, it's has a fondness for me because of nostalgia as well as how good it is and i thought the movie sucked so that's you know personal opinion though it's all it's all just my opinion and final question from Kat is, uh, what's the last graphic novel comic you purchased? And the last kind, well, um, I bought, rebought Invisibles, the hardcovers, the separate hardcovers. I had got them in the trade paperbacks, but I rebought them with the hardcovers. And I didn't go for the big om omnibus version because I just thought that would be far too hard to read. And also, um, it was the same price as the four hardcovers, and you get four covers, which you wouldn't with the omnibus. Yeah, delighted they print it really well, much better than the trade paperbacks I had, and delighted to have them. I also got Omings, Michael Avon Omings, uh, Alistair and Adolf, which is brilliant. That was the last, uh, I think that probably did get that after Invisibles. But the only comic I kind of read now is uh, Injection by Warren Ellis and Declan Shelby, which I really, really enjoy. Je I actually know Declan quite well from my comic days, he's an Irish guy. And... Uh, it kind of is the modern-y type Invisibles in a sense, like, a, um, anyway, if you like the Invisibles and you're into magic and stuff like that, then I, you really should check out Injection because it's all about, you know, kind of an idea was put into the world and it got out of hand, which is a very chaos magic kind of look at the world or whatever. So if, you know, if you haven't read it, I would definitely suggest that you do read it because it's, um, it's exceptional and uh, the only comic I read now at the minute. 
The next questions come from William, William Updike. Uh, good man, William. And he asks, what do I think about John D and why do I not speak Enochian? And I'll tell you what I think about John D is that he's a very fascinating character. And uh, as Robbie uh, asked on Facebook recently, he, he's, uh, he's the first 007. That was his code name or code number when he was a spy for Queen Elizabeth, I want to say. I don't know. I don't know how the Queens work in because, you know, the monarchy in England, not being English. Um, but yeah, he's very interesting, seems one of these kind of out of that tight, whatever word, that word is where you learn things yourself, but he's also, you know, um, has wide learnings in many different subjects from, you know, like architecture, astrology, biblical things and all that. And the whole thing about the Enochian is that I have a, I did look into it on, on a few occasions and it's that anyone I know who's any kind of... Um, Wait, you know, who has an, an opinion that I would listen to are very wary of Enochian. And um, it doesn't seem to be that safe. Safe in the sense that the angels or whatever they are don't seem to have a morality that's the same as ours, if they have one at all. And not, probably not, don't have, the, have their own agenda and don't necessarily have us, you know, the, our best interests at heart. And it didn't particularly work out well for John Dee and Edward Kelly, uh, who, you know, who brought this system in. And even though it seems like a coherent system in that the language itself, Enochian, Renochian, whatever way you want to uh, say it, um, does seem to have a structure, a grammar and syntax and all that. It works as a language. It's just weird, you know. But um, it didn't work out well for them at all. And... So if the people who brought it in, it didn't, you know, there's that story that was interesting where the um, if people have read into it. And this seems, this seems to be what the thing is, that the angels at some point asked John Dee and Edward Kelly to have sex with each other. And that just wasn't going to happen. Like that was just such a taboo or they just weren't into it, whatever. But obviously they still wanted to follow through on doing it. So what they came up with was that if the wife swapped and the, you know, John Dee had sex with Edward Kelly's wife and vice versa, then that would be the equivalent because, you know, that the sanctity of marriage means you're, you've become the same person and all that. So it was a kind of a, a loophole to get round the whole having sex with each other and wife swapping. And it all kind of went a bit weird after that. So there's that kind of weirdness to the Enochian that just, I don't know, kept me away from it. I, I, I'm not, I don't really, I'm not drawn to angels. I'm not drawn to in general intercessory magic of any time and and I'm not really drawn to things that a lot of people you know warn <laughs> you off from and I mean I know for some people that would be a, a great reason to go and do it so if you're into it go for it check out Duncan Barford's uh, book he scribes the 38ers or whatever and uh, that's part of the Enochian and uh, so he had some interesting uh, experiences there or the satanic bible has the 38ers as well from Enochian but uh, yeah just who does speak Enochian is it possible to speak it I certainly don't know how, I don't think I've ever heard it I've heard you can give an impression of it but who knows what it sounds like whatever so yeah I just just not my thing William also asks is what's the deal with brujos brujo is a word that uh, it's brujo for a man and bruja for a woman. I don't know if there's a non-gender one for it. And it's basically uh, 
you know, another name for magic user or witch from like Spanish. The only actually person I know who labels himself as a brujo is Billy Brujo. And uh, he seems cool. So what's the deal with brujos? Billy Brujo seems quite cool from my uh, many interactions with him. But it's it's someone who, as far as I can gather, it works in low magic or like sorcery, like low magic in the sense of like hoodoo or like herbalism or divination, as opposed to high magic, which is like, you know, ceremonial magic and your uh, golden dawn type stuff and all that. But Brujo, I think, is kind of seen as a derogatory type, you know, uh, name. Definitely not flattering, but seems to be, because of that, then stolen back by people who uh, then use it, you know, as a positive thing. In the same way, queer became, you know, a positive kind of statement. I think last time I, I said that online, someone told me it isn't anymore. I can't, I don't know. I, I, I never mean to offend anyone that comes to that. I just can't keep up with it. And things, maybe brujo is the best term in the world and one of the nicest things, but I've, when I looked into it at one point, it was seen as a, a less than flattering way of saying it's like, you know, calling someone, I know, hedge witch or something like that, you know, just something in a derogatory type sense. So what's the deal with brujos? Go ask some brujos. Um, I'd say there's more of them about than I'm aware of, probably more in the Spanish speaking parts of the world. <laughs>
explaining it all in as much detail and concise and uh, clearly as I possibly can so that people have you know a good resource to go to when they want to you know find out more about the Park Servant. So until next time good people of the internet this is Tommy Kelly and uh, enjoy your week. <laughs>